Welcome to the Modern Elder Woman Podcast. We are here to start a conversation, assemble resources, and build a community for empowered women in midlife and beyond. Women who are either preparing for or are in the midst of their third age of life. My name is Amy A. Palmer. I am your host and facilitator here at Modern Elder Woman. And I thought I'd begin by talking a little bit about the why. Why are we doing this podcast? As you know, women are aging and evolving differently from past generations. Um, We, uh, as we enter this third age of our life, it looks strikingly different than it did for our mothers, our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers. So things are changing and evolving. And yet we as an American society, culture, um, are not quite keeping up with that shift and change. We are, we're choosing our lifestyle tracks differently than we than we had in the past. So let, let me let me explain that a, a little bit more. So we are given either either directly, verbally, or subtly through messages, whatever. We are given a lifestyle blueprint from a very young age of what a traditional lifestyle blueprint looks like, and it's with mostly great intentions um, in terms of. What does it take to live a happy, fulfilled, enriched life? And there's a certain path and a certain blueprint of what that looks like. Uh, You go to school, you learn, you figure out uh, what your direction is going to be for a career, uh, and you date and have boyfriends, um, et cetera. And after college, you get married to someone that you are in love with, that's in love with you. You get married, you have children, preferably more than one, and you continue on a successful career. And then hopefully you're, you become grandparents. So there there's, and, and I apologize for the tone in my, in my voice for really making it seem simple and clear but it it was a simple and clear blueprint i got the blueprint i don't i don't know if you did but i definitely got that blueprint um from all the messages um around me and things haven't really turned out that way for myself and possibly for you uh and so what happens is as we get into adulthood we are choosing a lifestyle track And the way that I think about it, I I have a visual that comes to mind where I see all these different trains on different tracks and the trains are running parallel to each other, but they don't join up and they don't intersect. Uh, They they are on separate tracks, even though they may or may not be like alongside each other on on the track. And the choices that we make in our early adulthood and throughout the the rest of our life determines which track we're on 
Now, can we jump from one track to another? Yes, that does happen. Uh, and then we are on a different train with a different conductor, with a different group of fellow travelers, but we're all on separate tracks. And the tracks that I've seen, and, and I wrote a blog post about this years ago, that I saw different trains where I was now, this was probably in my early mid thirties, I was in the train of single, no kids. And my friends from earlier in life are no longer on my train. They're on another train. They're on, they're on the train of married people with families, or they're on, on a train of single people with kids, uh, or married without children. And the, the, their lives are progressing differently. Their priorities are different. The, the people they surround themselves are different. And there's not a ton of commingling. There's, there's a little bit, uh, but not a lot. And so the, there's this just this visual that we're all on these different tracks. And now that we've, um, we're approaching our third age, which, by the way, I consider 60 plus, you're entering your third age and beyond of life. Uh, and as we approach that, uh, we're, we're suddenly trying to figure out, okay, well, where, where are we going? What are we doing? How are we making this uh, fulfilling and impactful and everything we want it to be? And so we start to search and seek. And what I've found in my experience is most of the messaging, most of the support, most of the resources, uh, most of the conversations that are being held out there are aimed at an audience of one or two of those lifestyle tracks that are in motion. And it's the more traditional ones. And that those of us that uh, are not on a traditional lifestyle track that have not followed the traditional lifestyle blueprint, we don't necessarily have as, as much uh, resources. We don't have as much of a voice and we're not as visible, um, even though our numbers are growing and there's quite a few of us, which I'll talk about in, in a little bit. So it, it's, it's that it's that experience that has moved me to start this podcast. And I really want to celebrate and spotlight the blueprint breakers as we proceed. All women are welcome here at Modern Elder Woman because in some ways we're all blueprint breakers. Even those who may seem to be on a more traditional path, when you ask when you ask a woman in that position, there are still elements of their life where they feel like they're on the quote other track and they're, that they're a little bit on the outside and that, that they haven't quite followed the lifestyle blueprint the way that they were quote supposed to. So we're really going to celebrate blueprint breakers throughout uh, this experience. Now, the question remains, how did we choose the track that we're on? Did we cho choose it? Is it by choice or by circumstance? Um, I see this discussed a lot amongst women, especially as we discuss the topic of uh, being a mother, having children, not having children, 
Uh, I see terms like child-free versus childless, uh, and even those that are single versus partnered in some manner. Uh, it often comes down to, is it by choice or by circumstance? And when I look at that for myself, uh, it's, I, I used to say circumstance and a few people in my life in the past mentioned that it was, that my lifestyle track was by choice and I got defensive and upset and annoyed because I didn't want to be on that track. So how dare they say that it's by my choice? And now as I've done more work, um, it's not that it was an intentional goal slash choice that was made, but there were a series of choices that were made along the way that in some cases led to my circumstance. And I'll be curious to hear from you uh, around what kind of blueprint breaker are you and was it by choice or circumstance? What are your thoughts on that? Before I go any further, I do want to take a few moments to share a, disc a disclaimer. Maybe it's a disclaimer or some behind the scenes or some housekeeping, etc. This is my very first podcast. This is the very first episode of my very first podcast. I am not striving for perfection. There will be very little, possibly no editing done as I go, mainly because I am not very good at editing. Uh, so uh, I'm just looking to have an honest, transparent, from the heart conversation with you. Uh, I'm not striving for perfection, but hopefully I will get better and learn as we go. I will need your input and feedback. And I'll pause here to invite you to join our Facebook group, the Modern Elder Woman Podcast on Facebook, to join into the conversation so that I can hear from you, uh, your thoughts, your observations, your questions, your ideas, etc. The format for this podcast, well, sometimes it's just going to be me talking on a particular topic or asking for a particular input. Other times it will be a chat between friends, colleagues, experts in their field, um, et cetera. I don't know how long the episodes will be, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, more. I, I don't know. I don't have any fancy theme music or fancy cover art. Maybe, maybe later, <laughs> maybe later I will. And again, it, this I, I want to get a conversation going. So I'd love to hear from you. I, I don't have a, a email dedicated to this podcast yet, but you can reach me at amy at amyapalmer.com. That's amy at amyapalmer.com. Don't forget the A in the middle of Amy Palmer. <laughs> so I look forward to talking with you further.
I want this conversation to be focused on you and to be focused on our community. And I do also need to share a little bit about myself. Perhaps I will get more into some of my story uh, later in later episodes, but just to give you an overview of who I am and what brings me to this point. So again, my name is Amy A. Palmer. I'm 55 years old. I was born and raised in Syracuse, New York, in a very traditional family unit. Uh, And even as a young girl, I had very non-traditional big dreams. Uh, I dreamt of traveling the world. I dreamt of fame. But in that, I also dreamt of marriage, children, everything uh, as as a child. And then after uh, college, I left Syracuse. I've lived in more than 15 cities across the country and have enjoyed moving and living in different places. Uh, I am an actress by training. That's what I went to college for. And I, so I did the whole struggling actress thing as a young woman, which was exciting and fun. And then I ultimately evolved into more of a business career, sales and operations for several different uh, well-known brands. Uh, so I had a pretty successful corporate executive career. Um, I also launched my own business that I did for about a decade where I did uh, training, coaching, and consulting. And So I have had a decent amount of professional success. Earlier this year, I quit my corporate gig uh, for a lot of different reasons, but primarily to break out of my post-pandemic depression slash funk slash just not in a good place and not knowing where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. So I took the summer this past summer as a sabbatical to just really explore and figure out my direction, which is where the idea for this podcast came from. That was one of many things that came from my sabbatical. And I'll share more about that in another episode probably as well. On a personal level, I have had high points and I have had heartbreaks. Um, I've been in love multiple times. I've come close to marriage multiple times. I've lived with a significant other multiple times uh, and have had great adventures romantically. I've also had very tough trauma. Uh, I lost a significant other uh, traumatic death uh, when I was 28. He was 28 as well. And obviously I've had lots of breakups and many, many heartbreaks. And on the friendship side, a similar roller coaster path personally. Uh, I struggled with learning how to make friends, choose friends, and be a good friend. It took me a long time to figure that out, longer than I wish I wish it had. But I, I am at a point where I now have Uh, a core group of friends who I love deeply and unconditionally and who also love me, which, which is fabulous. And I have a wide group of 
activity friends, travel friends, uh, connection friends, networking friends, a, a really large network to keep my social life busy and full. And I have, now I have what I would consider good, strong relationships with my family unit. I have three brothers. Uh, my parents are still happily married 57 years in. And uh, I have uh, six nieces and nephews, one niece, one niece, five nephews, who I also love dearly and uh, try to stay involved in their life as much as possible. So so that's a little bit about me and my background. And I'm greatly looking forward to finding out more about you. At this point in my life, I'm 55. I said the third age, I see it kind of approaching at the age of 60. I'm ready to step up and step into more, but I'm still not 100% sure of what that means. And that's what brings me to talking to you today. Words matter. When I first sat down to start to research on this topic of building a community of women over 45, 50-ish, and women who are blueprint breakers, I kept going to my thesaurus trying to find new ways to describe what I was experiencing or to describe my circumstance or situation. And I was surprised and a little bit appalled by the words and the lack of words that I, that I came across. Um, when I look up single woman, what came up was old maid and spinster. <laughs> single woman, old maid and spinster. Uh, there was no other phrase to describe a single woman uh, in any empowering, exciting kind of a way. Um, and that's why like using, even using the term single woman, I mean, we're, we're still sort of describing ourselves by what we are not. I mean, I prefer it over unmarried. Uh, so single sounds better than unmarried, of course. And so I kept looking. So <laughs> I looked for words with uh, women without children, though what came up there was child-free, childless. But then I was also appalled to see what came up was infertile, unfruitful, unfruitful, <laughs> and sterile. Those were, those were the words uh, for, for a woman who does not have children. When I looked up words for an older woman or woman of a certain age, it was, oh, it was like, it was, it was fun. Old bag, gra granny, biddy, crone, hag, old bat. Uh, again, nothing very empowering, nothing very inspirational, nothing to aspire to. And one of the things that actually 
motivated me to really start looking at language and trying to figure this piece out. And there's no way that I can, that I can crack this code in one podcast episode. But what motivated me to do this was a couple of years ago, it was about a year and a half before the pandemic, maybe two years before the pandemic, I was seeing a therapist because I was struggling with menopausal symptoms, another topic. And she was an older woman. I, I don't even, I don't know how much older she was than me, but she's further down the path. She is married, but did not have any children. And during my interactions with her, even though I didn't really, obviously I didn't get to know her on a personal level, although I really wish I could have had that honor. Um, I still was just inspired by, she just fully embraced her self, her life, her choices, her approach at life at a time when I was scared to death of getting older and struggling to find anything good about it. She gave me a beacon of light and a beacon of hope. And that really sort of motivated me to, to dig into this topic more deeply. So as I begin to experiment with words and language to be able to articulate our experience and, and what it is like for us, I, I landed on the name of this podcast, Modern Elder Woman, for very specific reasons. And um, I, I've received some initial feedback that not everybody is a fan of this name and that the elder woman part, which by the way, elder woman as one word is not, there is no such word. I kind of made it up putting those words together. But anyway, elder woman, I guess maybe the elder piece because it sounds like elderly and we don't want to think of ourselves as getting older and heading towards being elderly. And I'm coming at it from a different place. I feel like I first, I want to embrace the word elder. I, it For me, it conveys dignity and respect, which is a, uh, it, it's a strong need of mine is wanting respect. I want to be understood and I want to be respected. And so my approach was let's embrace this word. We are, we are women and we are elders. And I put the word modern in front of it because we are taking on this role in new, exciting, exhilarating ways. And so I was tempted to change the name of the podcast, but I decided to let it run for at least, we'll see, but I just really want to embrace this term of being a modern elder woman. And for myself, who is not partnered and does not have any offspring, I'm a solo elder woman and I'm proud of that. Some other words that have come up as I've looked at this, which 
have more of the spirit and intention that I want to embody and that I want to share and that I want to spread. One was Doyen, Doyen, D-O-Y-E-N-N-E. And the definition of Doyen, which I wasn't really familiar with this word, but the definition is a woman who is most respected or prominent in a particular field, Doyen. And we can choose what that field is. You know, my mother is a doyen of making lasagna, for sure. <laughs> she is a doyen. But there's there, there's just dignity and there's just inspiration in that word. Benefactress. A benefactress is a woman who helps another person or group, usually with money, but not always with money. We could be with time, with resources. So benefactress. I think that you probably help and support and bring value and impact so many people around you, right? Whether or not you're a mother, whether or not you're a wife, you are a benefactress to your community and to your culture. And another word, now this one might be slightly controversial, matriarch. Matriarch. So matriarch, obviously, when you think about it, you think about uh, a mother, a grandmother, the head woman of a family, etc. And she is a leader. She is a glue that holds a family together or a community together. And I felt that perhaps that word excluded many of us, but as I dig deeper into it and read more about it, the definition of a matriarch is an older woman who is powerful within a family or organization. So any of us can be a matriarch. Again, I'd love to hear any words, phrases. How would how do you talk about your experience, your circumstance? What words do you use that are empower, empowering, that are inspiring, that we can share with each other? Send them to me. Join me in the Facebook group or send me an email at amy at amyapalmer.com. I am not a numbers person. I tend to go more by gut instincts, maybe, or intuition. Uh, but as I prepared for this podcast, one of the prevailing thoughts that I had was I felt like we as women, there were more of us that were blueprint breakers that now than ever before in history. I feel like there's more and more women going through life non-traditionally uh, in a number of different paths, et cetera. But I didn't really have any data to back that up. So I started looking for data and I still haven't found exactly what I need. So if you're, if you're good at research, let me know. Uh, give me some guidance here to, 
for what I'm trying to find out, but there's still some really there's some really powerful information that I came across. Most of the statistics I'm going to share come from Pew Research. For, here's the, my first statistic here. Um, for women, American women, 45 to 50 years old, it didn't go any higher. This particular study did not go any higher than 50. But 15.4% of women between the ages of 45 and 50 are childless, are not, do not have children, which is comes to closely 2 million, 2 million American women between the ages of 45 and 50 are blueprint breakers. And even in just that one category, another, another look, another perspective in a different direction. And this, this goes, this looks at women who have not been married, are not married and are still mothers, choose to be mothers, or are mothers by circumstance. Back in 1994, when the study was done, 31% of American women between the ages of 40 and 44 were not married, had never been married, but they were mothers. 31%, which is still in and of itself, I think, a relatively large, larger number than I would have thought. Then in 2014, that, that number jumped way up to 55%. 55% of women ages 40 to 44 who had never been married are mothers as of 2014. And even that, however many years ago. The numbers jump even more in Black and Hispanic uh, women, American women. Black women in 1994, 6% of those that had never been married were mothers. And in 2014, it was 37, oh, sorry, 57%. And Hispanic, the numbers were so small in 2014 that it didn't even register. But in 20, I mean, in 1994, it was so small. And in 2014, it was 68% our mothers never married. I'm, I'm not sure what this means. I have some thoughts. Would love to hear your thoughts. Another stat in, in the year 2019, 29% of women age 50 to 64 are single. One third of women over 50, from 50 to 64 in the US, one third are single. When you look at 65 and over, 49% are single. And I'm assuming this includes divorced, widowed, etc. cetera, in, the, in these numbers. Another one, this one kind of made me giggle, but I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, single women over 40, single women over 40, 71% of them are not looking to date, are not interested 
in dating, 71% are not looking. By the way, when you look at that same data for men in that age group, single men over 40, 55% of them are looking to date. So the majority are. Interesting. I uh, Again, I have some thoughts on that. Is it a chicken or an egg kind of a thing? I don't know. Uh, so just throwing this out there. Now let's shift to some U.S. Census info because this shows how much economic power we have as a demographic. Uh, first of all, the household composition has shifted from tra a traditional family to non-traditional household com composition of who's living together. Um, in 1960, the 1960 census, 85% of households were a family unit, 85%. In 2017, 65%. Looking at one-person households, in 1960, 15% of households were one person. In 1980, 23% of households were one person. And in 2017, 35% of households were one person. According to the U.S. Census, in 2028, women will control 75% of the world's discretionary spending. 75%. In 2019, boomers, female boomers, I'm not, I'm not quite a boomer, I'm an older, elder Gen X, but there are approximately 40 million female boomers in this country. Women over 50 control three quarters of this nation's wealth. Three quarters, women over 50. Boomer women are, are influence, control the buying decisions for 65% of new cars, 91% of new homes, and 92% of travel decisions, expenses, purchases. And yet, if you look, only 10% of advertising dollars are spent focused on women over 50, only 10%. Another interesting stat was in 2021, more single women owned homes than single men, despite the income disparity. 53% of single women owned homes. Pretty cool. So drop me a line. Let me know. What, do, do you have any thoughts on causes behind these stats? Uh, maybe we'll start a thread in the Facebook group to have a conversation. I'll post some of these stats in there and would love to hear your comments on what some of this means. As we wrap up 
today's episode, our very first episode of Modern Elder Women. I want to talk a moment about our wheel of life. I'm sure you've heard of the wheel of life and have seen it in some shape or form. It's usually like, it looks kind of like a pie chart with lots of different segments of the areas of people's lives that are important to them. And one of the things that has struck me as I have been uh, pursuing the development of this topic is that a lot of wheels of life don't quite apply to me or my, my priorities, uh, my categories that I would put on my life are different. And as I talk with colleagues and close friends and family, I'm finding the same. Our, our priorities are different. We need, we need a specially designed wheel of life just for us. And so I came up with a bunch of different categories that I think are important to us, but it, it got pretty long, so it's a little overwhelming. Uh, and the reason why I'm doing this is this is what we will build our topics from for these episodes. These are the experts that I will be seeking. I will be looking for experts in these various fields and people that have experiences and stories to tell in these various categories. And yet I also wanted to keep it simple. First, let me tell you that I'm going to share the long list. So the things that came up for me that are important in my wheel of life, spirituality, health, emotional wellness, family, social life, friendships, hobbies and passions, finances, future planning, aging and beauty, romance and sex, profession and home. Yeah, that's a lot. That's too much. Definitely got overwhelming. So I broke it down into six categories that all of those various things can fit into. And they all start with the word F. (laughs) Fabulous. Uh, So the six Fs are future, fitness, family, faith, fun, and fulfillment. Future, fitness, family, faith, fun, and fulfillment. So all of our coming topics and episodes will cover one of these areas. I am open to ideas. If you have ideas for topics, for categories, if you know an expert, if you are an expert, if you, or even if you're not an expert, but you want to be a guest on this podcast, you want to have a topic that you want to talk on, I want to share the mic and hand it over to you, reach out to me amy at amyapalmer.com or through our Facebook group at the Modern Elder Woman Podcast. So we have a lot of great episodes coming up about caregiving, about finances, about investment, about retirement planning, about dating, uh, you name it, it's, it's coming up. So thank you and we will see you next week. Thank you.